One. Good afternoon, guys. We're going to try take two of the Darian Kendrick Eric Gilbert news that broke this week. Um, both players enrolling at Georgia and set to uh, have a big impact on Georgia's season. Uh, we apologize and thank you guys for sticking with us as my audio problems, uh, but we figured it out. Graham figured it out. We got a lot of technical stuff going on. So uh, I think we're good. Hopefully. No more, more echoes. No more echoes, echoes, echoes. Um, <laughs> all right. So you did some uh, pretty cool uh, work breaking down the news and some, and some tape on both these guys. And let's start with Darian Kendrick and just give us your take. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that Kendrick is a, a great pickup, right? Uh, all of a sudden, that secondary that we thought was going to be potentially the weakest unit on the team uh, with with Kendrick coming in and Tyke Smith coming in, you're really only plugging one player into the secondary that doesn't have uh, a couple years or so of starting experience. Christopher Smith doesn't have, you know, more than six or seven games, but he looked really solid in those six or seven games. So, Really, there's only kind of one question mark back there instead of three or four question marks back there. Um, Kendrick, I think, is a, a player kind of similar in uh, similar in like physical stature and, and a similar type of athlete to a Tyreek Stevenson. Brings a similar sort of mentality to his play that a Richard LeCount does. His teammates will feed off of his energy pretty heavily. Uh, he's the type that's going to gamble on certain plays. Sometimes you'll see him leave his man and kind of go freelance like that blitz right there when he comes in. He's supposed to be in a little buzz zone sitting over there, you know, in the flat on the other sideline. And he realizes nobody's around and he goes and makes play on the football. So just a, a good kind of player, you know, like I, I think you'll see him gamble and miss sometimes. You'll see him gamble and have a big turnover that turns momentum as well. Um, I think it's a huge pickup for Georgia though, like having that, that number one defensive back that, you know, is going to roll out there and, and handle business every week is a big deal. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy that was all ACC last season, two year starter for a national title contender. It's a great pickup. Yeah. I mean, and maybe he was going to be, you know, they've Clemson's recruiting at a high level and, as, as is Georgia. So guys that, you know, maybe putting may have not as much snaps, many snaps playing. I mean, you know, he did what it was good for him. Uh, I don't understand all the hate and, and all the issues that, you know, him landing at Georgia, clearly a lot of programs would have taken him. So I think, Oh yeah. And, and um, but we, I did some PFF stuff. You want to talk, look at that little yeah. graph I've got going on. Let me see if I can do him. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, it's like you're going to put up this graph here and you're going to see kind of Kendrick's cover grades and, and production last season were, were similar to, to what Georgia got out of Tyreek Stevenson. Um, I think the difference is that Kendrick has significantly better ball skills than a Tyreek Stevenson did. And is probably just a more aware player in terms of, knowing when the ball is on the way and, and getting, you know, getting turned around to play the football and, and try and break up the pass. But um, I thought Kendrick's 2019 season was better than his 2020 season. Yeah. These um, are, these are his 2020 uh, stats right here. And, you know, I saw some people commenting on some of your threads about, yeah, but can he tackle? You can see his yards after catch uh, 87 yards to Tyson and Tyreek. 
which is they had a lot more, but they also had, you know, a third again, uh, as many snaps and targets. Yeah, so, that missed tackle rate for Kendrick is is high from yeah. last year. Um, yeah, but he's also but look also look at his forcing completion rate. Um, it's it's higher than you know than every everybody we trotted out there last year, and that's what you want. You want plays on the ball. You want pass breakups. Um, you know, he's only got two pass breakups, but that was under that was on you know with not you know with a lot fewer snaps than some of these guys did. So. Um, I mean, if you're telling me we're going to get one of these guys that we lost back and essentially, yeah. I mean, if that's the worst case, I'm okay with that. And that's at a position of need for sure. Well, and it's interesting too, because like this says two pass breakups and I'm not entirely sure sort of how PFF counts that stat because uh, like Kendrick's official stats for 2020 says that he had had like 20 passes defended. Uh, so like, there were 20 plays that he was somehow involved with breaking up the pass, which is is good. Well, if you look, that might be closer to the forced incompletion rate. You, know, you see up there, he's got a 50, uh-huh. 50. That's probably more indicative of, of those numbers. Yeah. So that's just, you know, maybe that's true hands on the ball, you know, pass breakups. So, sure. so I mean, you can see, I mean, we know that Tyson and Tiger had more than five. So it's just, a, it's just different ways of calculating and stuff. Sure. But I mean, to the point is like, look, if we get one of those guys back, you, we'd all be happy. You know, the, these are guys that left, some of them left before we thought. So, if, you know, if that's, like I said, if that's the bottom, that's, if that's our floor, I'll take it. And I think our ceiling is pretty high with, with Kendrick. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think in Georgia's secondary, the last few years, um, you've had some guys that are just superb athletes and, really good at bodying up and playing receivers, but maybe not the best hands. Um, you know, I think Campbell had one interception in his career and it was, it was all the way back in 2018. Stokes really took that set, like that big leap last year in 2020 and improved the hands. And, you know, I think he had two pick sixes and, and, you know, four or five interceptions on the season. Uh, I think Kendrick, you know, he's a former wide receiver. He knows how to play the ball in the air. So like I, I think that's the other added bonus, right? Because in a game against a an Alabama or a Clemson or even like a Oklahoma or Ohio State potentially in the playoff, um, I'd much rather you know give up a, a big play, but get a turnover back. Like I mean, those types of games are going to come down to possessions with these high powered offenses in this day and age. And so having a guy that you know maybe maybe the risk reward is a little bit of a wider spectrum uh, than what we've had in the past is, is probably advantageous in the long run. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I had, you know, I did a tweet earlier in the, in the off season about how much we lost it in the secondary in terms of, of, and we're adding uh, Tyke Smith and Darian Kendrick who are, you know, like you say, I mean, these guys are playing in the, in the pack, the big 12 and the ACC. And these are legit. These are these these guys. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's nothing but upside. Right. Yeah. I mean, Tyke Smith was a first team all American. I mean, he was the best safety in the country last year. Like you just don't, that doesn't happen. You don't get to just add that overnight. Um, and yeah, and I guess with the news yesterday that, um, the SEC presidents, uh, basically voided the, the, uh, interdivision uh interdivision or whatever interconference uh transfer rule so both yeah. these guys i guess that didn't really affect uh kendrick but it does affect the next guy we're going to talk about uh eric gilbert i think uh we 
are underestimating how I mean, if it's possible to underestimate how awesome this guy is. Um, as a as a true freshman, he got 50 snaps, played in a bunch of games, and is super explosive catching the ball. So uh, let me run the um, the uh, Gilbert tape for us, and uh, you and you tell us about Gilbert. Yeah, totally. So um, what we have here is not just a tape with some Gilbert clips, but also uh, some clips of Darnell Washington and how Monken used him last year as well as some clips uh, of O.J. Howard back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is from Mockin's time at Mississippi – or I'm sorry, at Southern Miss, uh, just kind of illustrating some of the same route concepts that he's using way back in 2013, 2014. You're going to see LSU and Georgia use last year with, with Gilbert, uh, that kind of like four verts and a slant. Here, Georgia did something similar with George Pickens against Missouri, get him matched up one-on-one. Let him use his athleticism to beat one guy, and boom, touchdown. Let's, let's um, look at this. Let's look at that. I want to run back to South Carolina play because it was it was one that showed up in my then, and, and uh, I just think it was just great hands, great route. I mean, and just yeah, he's running so smooth and and just he's a he's a beast, a mismatch. Yeah, he, he, and and these play designs are not a one for one, but yeah, the the concepts are are from a similar philosophy, and like that, yeah. I mean, like Gilbert's route running is just it's really really good for any wide receiver in college it's insane for a guy that's 6'5 250 um his ability to work after the catch is also just really really impressive and so with yeah i mean like this catch that he made right here is kind of a a mirror image to the one that darnell had on the exact same field a few weeks later against missouri um but you see both guys you know Monken splitting his tight end out as a wide receiver. And then, you know, LSU was doing the same thing and putting Gilbert up there alone on the top side. And Eric Gilbert's coming to Georgia to play wide receiver, right? Like that's, that's what we know. That's what's coming. Um, That's part of the big reason why he committed to UGA and him doing that will just allow him to do more stuff. Like you see in that play right there. Uh, Similar, similar. And I mean, like I, I imagine Georgia will put him, with his hand in the dirt at some point in the season and, you know, maybe try to disguise him, cover him up with a, with Washington or something like that and slip him out on a little wheel route or out in the flat. But Gilbert is going to be that guy that really can kind of work the quick game and work the seams for, for Todd Monken. We know Monken loves these like underneath routes and Gilbert's route running ability will allow him to, to get himself freed up in tight mm. spaces, one-on-one man-to-man and, and go underneath. And then just when you're, you know, ready to start defending that and bite on it, you'll see him burn you like he did on that, uh, on that seam route for the touchdown a, a second ago. So the, the real takeaway and message here is that if you see anybody on the internet being like, Oh, another five-star pass catcher for Georgia to waste the talent of, don't worry about it. Todd Mocking knows what he's doing. He's got experience working with athletes like this. O.J. Howard's best best year in the NFL by far came with Todd Monken at the helm of that offense. When he was at Southern Miss, he had 2,000-yard passers, 2,000-yard rushers, and a 45 – I'm sorry, 2,000-yard receivers, 2,000-yard rushers, and a 4,500-yard passer. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be – exciting to watch exactly how sort of the the targets and snaps get broken down but i think that todd market is smart enough that like he 
is not going to have too much of an agenda about it in terms of saying, I'm going to get, you know, this guy, this many balls thrown his way in, in this first quarter or whatever. I think he's going to see what the defense gives him, and then he's going to take advantage of it just because yeah, you can't I mean, cover all these guys. You can't cover all these guys. We're going to be stressing the, the all, every secondary and, and the backers all season long, and then that just is just going to open up easier running lanes. It's, I mean, legitimately – could be one of the most explosive uh, offenses in, in all of college football next year. And I think we're honestly expecting it. I mean, our expectations were already high. Um, and then to go in and add these pieces that Georgia has added, I mean, three huge pieces, I mean, three starters that are, I think all of them are going to play in the NFL. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And, um, and, you know, Kirby is just doesn't sit pat and just take what's given to him. He goes out there and, and, you know, gets gets the works a portal his advantage um sees in t- after 2019 he needs some wide receivers to you know compete uh with a high-powered offense and goes and gets them and and uh it's just i mean if you're a georgia fan you can't be anything but stoked that what's happening uh going down i want to show let's see if i can figure this out here um to show just how good um let me see here we were player two yeah. Okay. So this is an explosive ratings for returning SEC guys. I mean, this is wide receivers and tight ends. You can see the Gilbert on 31 receptions is a 1.307 explosive rating on just 334 yards and in 10.8 yards per catch. I mean, and he's right there with Wiedemeyer at, at AM and boot, you know, these guys, this is an elite pass catcher at, at, at as a true freshman. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of returning there. We, the SEC is going to have a bunch of reloaded um, wide outs and stuff. And some of these guys that we don't know about are going to come up, but I expect Gilbert to be one of the, possibly one of our leading uh, receivers this year. And, you know, and he's more explosive than Burton and, you know, he's, he's sniffing Pickens explosive uh, metrics. So I'm, I'm excited. And just to have another, I, I love your, your idea that he's not going to look and play like a tight end in this offense. No, um, he's not. He's got a tight end, you know, beside his name, but I think, yeah, he's going to be there like in the Pickens role. I don't know if you said that already, but um, yeah, yeah, that big body that can go up and high point a ball. So uh, totally. Yeah, no, he's going to play that X wide receiver spot more than likely. And, you know, I think what's exciting is just, uh, Pickens, I love Pickens, and he's one of the most enjoyable Georgia football players to watch that we've had in many, many years. But his his route tree is a little more limited than that of a guy like Eric Gilbert. Like Pickens runs a go, he runs a, a little curl route and and a, you know a slant here and there and an out. Like Gilbert, just more creative things can happen in terms of especially with the, the kind of underneath game we're talking about, like it, and just the way that Mocken already knows how to sort of influence a defense, like he'll take Gilbert and he'll, you know, he'll throw him a couple short balls and set everything up and then boom, he'll burn somebody deep. So there's just a ton that can happen with him. I, you know, I'm, I put the second page up here and these are returning SEC guys again and Burton and Jackson all had, similar numbers i mean they had more uh jackson had a lot more yards but i mean they, we love jackson he was there for us all year long on huge plays and and gilbert's more explosive than he is on the on the, the snaps he got so i mean that's it just yeah. we're just literally adding uh just you know explosiveness on top of explosiveness i mean and i i it seems like the vibe coming out of georgia is everybody's pretty fired up and that doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of complaining about how many balls and who gets what. I mean, I think that the, everyone's on board with 
getting this, um, you know, elephant in the room off our back or whatever a cliche you want to use. Yeah. No, I agree. And I mean, I think that like this Georgia team, the way that it's set up now, um, 11 and one is probably your floor in the regular season. Uh, I, I personally think today with what we know, and it could change between now and Labor Day, that Georgia is, you know, I, I see Georgia right now as a team that could roll out there and beat Clemson by by 10 to 17 points. And I don't think that's that's not be being homerish or anything like that. Like it's just the there's talent discrepancies in certain areas and I think that, you know, they're in Georgia's favor at this point. Things could change. Injuries could happen in fall camp. Who knows? But today, that's how I feel about that game. Um, I mean, the big question, right, is what happens, you know, what happens down the road? What happens if, uh, you know, if they're 11 and 1 and they play Alabama or they're 12 and 0 and they play Alabama? And it's like, don't worry about it right now. Enjoy the ride that, that you're about to go on because, you're going to watch probably the best Georgia offense that anyone, any one of us has ever seen. They will probably be a top three to five offensive unit in the country. And they're going to get better every week. And they're going to find like find ways to use these guys more effectively and smartly every single week. And so just, you know, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how, how Todd Monken does this thing. Cause I mean, he's a guy with NFL experience and he knows how to, to roll week to week and get better and learn how to use his players more effectively. Yeah. And to your point about let's enjoy this. I mean, we came out of the 2019 season questioning our offensive philosophy. Um, Not only we as Georgia fans, but as a lot of pundits and reporters and experts were questioning whether the, 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 the Kirby he's getting, you know, the Kirby coach offense would ever be elite. And then he came out and, um, and made a lot of moves. You know, Jake Fromm left early, um, but he still was able to go get some guys he thought could play. And for, you know, obviously not to go back to that, but he didn't have them. We left the Alabama game questioning again, why don't we have a quarterback? What, and then, you know, come Mississippi State game, we saw what the, what the big plan, and here we are right now. And just ever since that, I honestly, you know, ever since that SEC championship game against LSU, Georgia has made significant and improvements on where they had to improve to get to the top and it's like if you you just i i just love that he's treating it like he's on a mission he's not going to stand pat and just take what's given to him and and just go all shucks so um you know i tweeted the other day it's like georgia is probably you know i mean a lot of people uh, fan bases want to throw 1980 in our face and now that you know some of the smaller programs or lesser uh programs that can recruit or ticked off and you know because we keep stockpiling talent so we're not the sort of the all shucks uh just happy to be here team anymore uh we're the we're the hunted we're the hated and i love it and i think that's the attitude that we gotta have is just like ftmf let's go let's just curb stomp some people scorched earth just get it done and uh i think this is the year and and just because and for whatever reason if we don't doesn't happen this year we're gonna be right there again next year kirby's right. built the, kirby's built this program on rock solid um on talent and and you know players and just it's gonna happen so let's hope yeah let's enjoy no. it let's enjoy it like you say let's enjoy it i'm fired up 100 and like you know i know we gotta close here in a second but like kind of the last thing i'll say is i've seen so many georgia fans on twitter that have been like oh my god we got all these players now 
now there's expectations that we could win a national title. Nobody talk about it. Nobody say anything. I'm not ready to acknowledge it. And I get like the, some of the, you know, the heartbreak in the past. Like I was in the stadium for 2012 Alabama and, and 2017 Alabama national title game. Like I, I understand it. I've been through it as much as anybody, but the reality is like, would you rather be in a position as a program where people are saying those guys don't have the talent on their roster to right. go win a national title? We don't need to talk about them this off season. Like, yeah. do you know how good all of this momentum is for, for recruiting for the 2022, 23 and 24 cycles. It's fantastic. And so if, you go out there, you play the games, the chips, you know, the chips will fall kind of as they may, and we'll see what happens. And there is an element of luck to, to all of this. And there's an element of injury luck and, and a, a close call going your way. Like all these things can be the difference between a national title and not, but it, you got to be glad to be in a situation where, you know, that's the margin of error for a national title is, is something very, very thin, not like you were in the, in the Rick era where it was like, we're going to, you know, roll out an offensive line that's deeply undersized and we're going to get rolled over by the best teams in college football. And there's really like no hope of ever kind of winning anything significant. We may stumble into an sec title if everything falls just the right way. Yeah. So, or, or if Florida has a down year and we have an up year, I mean, that's, that's where yeah. we were. So, uh, I mean, yeah, everything's looking up. I am fired up. We've got 92 days to uh, keep control ourselves. Oh, man. And, and that's a long time. But we're it's gonna, not that long, though. You know, we're going to be here all summer doing stuff. Uh, we appreciate all of the, their likes, retweets, and subscribing to the YouTube channel and the podcast reviews. Please keep them up. If you haven't done a five-star on the Apple podcast, please, please do. Um, and please subscribe to the, uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, follow Graham at Dog Out West um, on Twitter. I am at Dog underscore Stats. Read Graham at DogSports.com. Uh, we love you guys, and thank you for uh, listening to Graham Echoes. But no longer, we figured it out. Just, just we're making it. We we keep uh, keep Thanks chopping. Thanks for bearing with us. Yeah, we keep, we keep chopping. All right, Graham. Anything else before we go? Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>